Welcome to Locarno Meets, where the most exciting new talent and established legends of cinema come to chat about art, life, movies, and everything in between. Brought to you by UBS and hosted by me, Alexander Miller, from Locarno Film Festival. I did 25 interviews at Locarno Film Festival in 2023, but only once did any of the interviewees start singing. That was Musa Sene Absa. And it kind of typifies the man, who is a sort of perpetual creation machine, dancing between the paintbrush, the movie camera, and the recording studio. Best known for his trilogy of films about Senegalese women, Tableau Farai, Madame Bruet, and Zale, Musa's films are rooted in the traditions he grew up with, but are also dynamic and tonally divergent in a very modern way. It's easy to meet people who claim to love art, but Musa's love for creation is so large, it's palpable. So look, you're a director, you're a painter, you're a composer, you're a documentary filmmaker, but what would you describe yourself as? As an artist or as a filmmaker first and foremost? Uh, as an artist first, because filmmaking is art. I used to say it's like uh, if you ask if the bird is flying, but the bird is not only flying. The bird can stand, the bird can jump, the bird can run, the bird can walk. It's the same thing for me in art. When I write for films, it's the same thing when I'm painting. The same energy, the same emotions. Yes, it, it has to do with my inner feelings. Uh, what, what, what do I want to share to the world? And I think this is the main question for me. So if each art form still represents the same you, how do you know if it's time to pick up a paintbrush, pick up a pen or pick up a camera? It has to do with listening to myself first. Mm -hmm. What do I need to express? Do I need to write a line? Uh, do I need to listen to music? Do I need to take a pen and write a line, a sentence that comes in my mind, or a scene, or a lyrics of a song, or a brush? Uh, it depends on my moods. It's just like sometimes I wake up and I say, what would you like to share to the world? If you died now, what would be your last sentence or your last paintings or the last color for you? So it's, it's, it's a very existential thing and very organic also. I used to do both sometimes in my writing while the painting is, is getting dry. <laughs> uh, you know, I paint because I, I, I'm stuck in some scene and I don't want, sure, I yeah. want to refresh my mind. So I go back to the colors and I empty my head and fulfill it with, with something else so that there is no emptiness in, in, my, in my day. There's a constant sense of cre creation. I mean, I guess for someone who clearly has kind of a thirst to make stuff, a lot of things to say, and it mm. sounds like a lot of urgency about when you want to say them, filmmaking itself is quite an interesting art form because it's so slow yeah. and laborious, <laughs> and it takes so long to get going. But, you know, um, when I'm working in a film, I'm not thinking about the time. I always say that I'm not making films, but films are made inside of me. 
It means I'm listening to myself and sometimes an idea came to my mind and I know that this idea would be a beautiful film. And I start just to write. And I can write it for one year or two years. But at the meantime, I'm doing something else. I'm painting, I'm teaching because I teach a lot. All this makes a whole thing. It's not only one thing that, that you know, two days ago, I, I heard a very nice sentence from Ricardo Cavallo, who says that if you don't create, we destroy. And I think that this is, this is a very nice because we, we have to create to, to make our life sustainable. We have to create to show to the world that uh, beauty is there and beauty is what makes us uh, human throughout our identity, but also through our humanity. Because just, we just, I relate therefore I am. I know you, Alex. I talk to you, Alex. Then I feel that I'm Musa. Uh, I cannot be Musa without, in this context, uh, without you. Yeah, you can't. There's no point in existing in isolation. You have to be trying no, to express no yourself to others. Isolation is the way to kill the whole spirit of a world. Is the way to bury yourself. You are not connecting to the others. And uh, like the Ubuntu says, I relate, therefore I am. If I don't relate to anybody, then I don't exist. When, did, when do you think in life you first realized the power of art to connect with other people, to, to explain yourself more thoroughly to other people? Um, it's all about language, I think, because language is identity. But when I say language, it's, it's a very general word. Huh? It means painting, writing, singing, expression. It, it has to do with a need of showing my existence and relating to everybody. I'm not thinking I'm a Senegalese because the tiger has not to cry that he's a tiger. You know, it jumps yeah. on the beast and eat it. I don't have to tell that I am enough. I, no. Sure. I, what is important is what can I bring to you that moves you, that helps you to understand me better. And for me, if you understand me, then we can walk together. Then we can, we can build a world. And by building this world, we put light in shadows. We make dots connect. And this is the main thing for me. Look, I'm always interested when narrative filmmakers make documentary because obviously as you know as somebody who builds a reputation making kind of uh, making fiction or even painting or writing songs you're expressing your abstract thoughts about something real through mm -hmm. the medium of art mm -hmm. but documentary is different so I'm interested what inspires you to tell a true story through the medium of other people living their lives as opposed to through the medium of yourself you, you know, uh, John Grierson says something very interesting. He says that making a documentary is that ma making poetry from our daily life and drama from our problems. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I make a documentary, what, I, what I'm very interested in is this story I'm telling. How can I take the scales of the skin and bring life to my story, but also bring poetry through songs. You know, I like when I make a documentary to, to ask the person, uh, what kind of, what, what, what is your best song? 
and you know that is uh, a good the, trick, the, yeah. uh, the song of your childhood yeah and the, uh, generally the people start sing, singing and when they sing you see in the, the, that their memory is coming back the same thing when i say oh do you have a, a photo album and uh, comment it for me so i i always try to get to the to my characters through the elements of their soul through what they are attached to what they love and i, I always remember one one of my documentary I, i i was shooting blues for a diva and there was about uh, this blues singer old woman who passed away and i surprised her by inviting her best girlfriend who is an actress and i asked them to to sing something that they have never sung so they improvised this beautiful that's great thing. and at the end of it they were crying because they couldn't they, they, you know they were saying but musa you know you challenge us and they just talk like this they just talk like this They took just like this. Dank bi yawna jo itek tankam so softa mugus kumbam dank bi yawna jo and the other one dank bi nalo waraye and the other one just sing another one and the other one sings another one and they do, it was a duet just like fantastic. Well I mean actually in Madame Brewe one of the things that I love about it is the chorus mm-hmm. that you have following these characters around representing their story through song and mm-hmm. and their their souls. I suppose you were trying to do something similar with that. All my films are driven by griots. Because I come from a griot family. And it's my way to pay tribute to these beautiful women that raised me. I didn't know my father so my father died I was 3 days so I was raised by a bunch of women who were singers you my mom and my aunts and when I write music first I write the music before I I I write the the, the, the script in fact the lyrics of the music helped me to build the dramaturgy of the film and uh, it's like tablo ferai the same thing madame bruet the same thing khale uh, my new film all the trilogy of these women destinies are all built in this in this memory of uh, words that become songs that become story you know songs are stories because when there is a birth there is a song when they get married there is a song When they get into initiation there is a song when they die there is a song so songs are part of life when they work there is a song you know they are they are songs of laborers when they work in the in in the in the fields they sing special songs and they sing and they sweat and i think that these are kind of a this gives to the narration another level of understanding the story but at the same time give some flesh you know it makes the film more organic that the music is not something that you hear but you see the music no it fills it with um well extra creativity but also a sense of love and care i mean the thing that i, I was really blown away by with madame bre is the tonality the way it, it feels like a film full of 
love and tenderness, mm -hmm. but it's also very angry, yeah. very uh -huh. satirical, uh -huh. very political. Uh -huh. um, I wondered, was it controversial when it when it came out? Of course, yeah, it was controversial. But you know, the people did not uh, attack me because of what you say. It's because I rap drama with tenderness. I rap cries with tenderness. I rap this very hard feeling of loss, this very hard feeling of being uh, betrayed, these feelings that is very, very hard, and then gives a lullaby, you know, gives a song, and then you forget about, no, no you don't forget it, but you digest. You digest it better yeah. because it's covered a with of sugar. Helps yes, yes. You could you put some some honey yeah. on it. Um, I love some of the um, production design in that in that film as well. I, and I, I think that you know, there's the wonderful scene where where they're kind of they're putting up the cafe that they're building and they're painting it blue, and that felt to me like a little ode to the production design mm. of the thing. And then she also she papers the inside of her mm -hmm. apartment with all those magazines. Mm -hmm. Do people do that? Do people paint the wallpaper with all the magazines? Because I want to do it. It looks really oh, cool. Oh, you know, you yes. know what? In my childhood, yeah. in my neighborhood, which is a very poor neighborhood, Tableau Ferrai, all the houses were in wood. So to make the tiny distance between the two oh, the, woods, yeah, the they gaps. cover it oh, with, okay, gotcha. with newspapers, with everything. This is the, the aesthetic of my childhood. Mm. You know, the rooms are covered by newspapers, magazines of any language that, you, you know, it, it doesn't matter what, what language it, it, it is. It's just like, okay, we need this to cover this. But it's an amazing aesthetic. It's, it, it leaps out so dramatically in that opening scene where, with, with a gun pointed uh -huh. and there's uh -huh. the, the man dressed as the woman. And, and, you know, it's just, it looks so alive and loud. I, I, I thought it was super cool. Right, really, really amazing. Um, so look, you're on a jury here. On some level, does it feel strange to do an art competition? You, you know, I am a good public. <laughs> when I look at films, I, I forget that I'm a filmmaker. I just want to be touched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to laugh. I want to cry. I want, you know, like um, La Bella Estrata uh, the other day in the, in the Piazza Grande. Yeah. I went this young boy. Ugh. I couldn't stand it. You know, <laughs> it was so powerful. You know, I think this is art for me. Whatever you're talking about, whatever the subject or anything that you're talking about, if you touch me, mm. and if I look at it with the eyes of my childhood, I look at it as a little child sometimes, and I just look at it and I say, wow. You know, my master, Jibril Jomambiti, used to tell me that art, is astonishment. Cinema is, a, is astonishment. It's surprise. It's something that blows you up. It's something that uh, has to make you feel something strange happened to you. Maybe you don't know it at the time, but you digest it. And the film, the, the, the story has to help you to swallow it. That you become, it become like something that is necessary for you. You know, if I look at a film and I don't see anything that remains in my head, two days, I think it's a bad film. Yeah. If in two days, I don't feel thinking of the film of any scene. I mean, that, yeah, that is a bad me, sign. <laughs> so that means it's not a good film. You know? I'm fascinated by the idea of 
looking at film through the eyes of yourself as a child. And if that's the way that you consume art, does that, does that impact the way you create art? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm very fascinated by Miro. Johan oh, yeah, Miro. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Johan Miro makes paintings that you think that it's like a little boy <laughs> who is playing. But it's so profound. And it's very difficult to get back to childhood, you know, in terms of creation. If you want to write and then you want to just be, you, you just want to be moved as a child. It was, didn't yeah. Picasso say he spent the first seven years of his life painting as an adult and the rest of his life trying to paint like a child? Yes. Because when you paint like a child and, or when you create like a child, then it's innocence. Then it's purity. It's, uh, how you call it, candor in French. Um, it brings freshness. It brings something that is so simple but so beautiful at the same time. Keep it simple. Touch me simply. Don't try to create a car race and, and car jumping to each other and ba, 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 ba. it doesn't move me. You know, I prefer to have just a close up of a person and then one tear just getting there and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't cost, it has no more, no production value. Yeah, the, but, the special but, effect is human beings. Yes, <laughs> yes. The human being is, is the base of filmmaking, I think. Well, I think that's a very inspirational note to leave on. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, dear. Great pleasure. Thanks again to Musa. This has been Locarno Meets, a podcast from Locarno Film Festival brought to you by UBS. If you enjoyed this conversation, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your pods. This has been a true anti-classic production hosted by me, Alexander Miller, and produced by Jack Foswell. <laughs>